Alright, first thing I'm gonna say is today is a good day for me. I'm a huge J. Cole fan. He dropped at midnight. I've been listening to his album all day. You know, really feeling that. Uh so just giving my props. He he's really inspired me to even start this. So with with that being said, I'm I'm going to get into it. Uh I I want to talk about you know, black people and in their role or position in what is going on with Israel and Palestine. Now, I'm going to start that with saying that I am not a expert in this matter. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the details. I don't have all the information. And that is why I mostly remain quiet when it comes to that. Not saying I don't see some wrongs and I, I won't say, hey, that, that doesn't look right. Or I, I won't point out things that are, are clearly, you know, um, inhumane and acts of terror. But I'm saying I, I, I keep quiet because I, I don't have that information. And... I I, I saw I I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I saw it with Palestine, just seeing how how the actions, how everything, all the information that I see, all the information that I see. Uh, I'm I'm not pro Palestine. I'm not. I'm saying that the atrocities that I've seen done has mainly been toward Palestine. So I want Palestine to be free. Now, uh, it's not saying that I don't look at, um, you know, Israel like like with hateful eyes, with, with like I'm I'm ready to to go to war with them, because personally I don't know what's going on. I just know, a, they are a large military force. They have big people backing Israel. And they're playing victim. They're playing coy in some things. They're ignoring humane, you know, humanity act. You know, they, war, they're committing war crimes. And I, I can't go and just say, uh, well, because I don't know what's going on. And that's perfectly just. It, it's not just in any matter or any case. You, if, even if. Let's say a five-year-old attacked me. I'm a, a 21, about to be 22-year-old man. There is no justification for me to body slam a five-year-old. There is no justification for me to just run a, a fate. Now, I push him off, yeah. But you, there is a, a comparison of power. You're not fighting someone on equal footing. This isn't a war... Uh, of two competing superpowers. This, there are clear advantages. People clearly have, uh, you know, the backing, the money, the resources, uh, the the media influence, and that's Israel. And I, I will never sit back and allow people to play the victim while committing atrocities. 
and in refusing to take criticism by by you know just being racist and bigoted themselves they claim that anyone who can that provides criticism is an anti-semite is a jew bashing bigot and and that's that right there is the reason why i am so i i need to be aware of this because we can't let that slide in any form or manner well it doesn't affect me so i'm, I'm not gonna care that is the same attitude that everyone has given black people so i refuse to allow that to happen in any other case and it happens to anyone even if the palestinians hate us even if they don't like black people which i've i i, I was, that's my next point i've heard palestinians and people who are pro-palestine and people who are free palestine bash black lives matter and black people as if this is our direct fight as if we are not providing enough aid the, the black community is not some superhero, super Negro uh, fighting force. We're not like the Power Rangers. Oh, where where's Black Lives Matter? No, we're we are human, and the fact that black people are not heavy uh, showing heavy presence is because we don't know what is going on. We will aid support, but you also got to be aware. We are fighting our own battles. Uh, imagine fighting a war, uh, a, a very long-lasting war, and then someone saying, Hey, remember me? I'm your ally. When did, when did you become my ally? And then why are you now you know, getting angry at me for not helping? Do you not see my fight? We got two fights going on. I'm not uh, lessening your, what is going on. I'm saying that we have our own battle, and it's ignorant. To think that we are just doing nothing and and just ignoring you, just maxing and relaxing and kicking our feet up, and you're you're just suffering. We're both suffering. We're both fighting. So people who do that, they they don't help either cause. They are worse than the media. Uh, you know, a media broadcast, uh, because it's like they get on like like social media, like a popular social media site. You you could pick whatever. Hey, I I could pick the newest one, TikTok. Easy. They they go there and they're like, "Where's Black Lives Matter? Where's Black Lives Matter?" And and every race does this. Every single race movement or whatever comes up and in degrades black lives matter like black lives matter has to be for everyone like black lives matter is this black people matter i'm not saying that other people don't matter i'm not saying black lives matter should not help or aid other people but we can't have anything to ourselves we can never have something solely of ourselves it's like it says black people matter black lives matter we matter so why is this white gay man out here getting angry at black lives matter for not coming to save him 
if, if he had someone to bash, why doesn't he bash the LGBTQ? Why didn't he go over there and say, why, why aren't they helping me? Why aren't they helping me? The, the organization specifically made to help you. What does Black Lives Matter have to do? You're, I'm not saying you won't be aided. But you got to understand with the spectrum. That's like me being mad at the fire department for not coming to my rescue when there was a shootout. This is not really their jurisdiction. That's not really what they're used for. I mean, they can come. But that's not really their job description. Oh, they're, they're a service to, to help aid the people. I, I, I pay my tax. Pay. First of all, those people never really aid Black Lives Matter. You could tell because they, they were like, I went to the protest. I went to... I donated five dollars. Okay, thank you. That that's something that that should be a natural right. That should just be a, a right. We shouldn't have to fight this. We're fighting it because we it's wrong to have ever been done, and we are trying to correct that wrong. So you doing the right thing is not. It, it, it's the right thing. There's only one course of action. If you were any other course, you would be wrong. So you doing that is not a, uh, is not an act of God. You shouldn't use that to fuel your savior complex, or you shouldn't be doing that as a, as a favor and then immediately take that back as soon as that's something that is supposed to already have been done. And, Black Lives Matter, we do care about Palestine. We do care about Israel. We do care about you people. It's just not our fight. It's not directly our fight. So we are stepping back. Why Black Lives Matter is not talking about it so heavily. We're, we're saying we're here. We hear you. But you need to speak and allow us to hear you. We want to hear you. So once you are heard... We can then move forward. Because what do you want us to do? We don't know. We, we, all we hear is from what the media tells us. And we know for a fact the media likes to manipulate and lie and deceive. So we're saying, hey, look, we heard this from the media. We want to clarify, is this true? Is this wrong? What is being misled? What are the points? We're, we're saying, use your time, use your voice to, to, we're trying to amplify you. And in any time it, you get the voice, you get the opportunity, it is immediately met with, with bashing black people for not stepping up for you. And then it's hard to get people to still listen. It's hard to still support someone who doesn't support you. I'm not saying praise us, but we can't get a break. Because we're always fighting every enemy. And it seems like everyone attacks us. Everyone wants us dead. If there is a problem, it's, it's black people. It's up to black people to fix it. Every time. I want to know what's going on in Palestine. I want to know the names, the deaths, the innocent people that got hurt. I also want to hear what Israel has to say for itself. I'm not out here... Oh, just just Palestine. This I want. I want to know what actual 
uh, Israelites, people who who've lived in both uh, countries, both residents. I want to know what is going on. But I can't do that. If if every corner, every turn, I I'm I'm told that I have to be a hero to to people I've never met. I, I, I like understand this for me. I am 22 years old. I've lived in America my whole life, mostly my whole life. I I don't have the funds to travel. I've I've been struggling and being like like staying you know just above the poverty line my whole life. Struggling with my own mental abuse, struggling with my own uh you know just just self-hating image dealing with with racism external and internal issues and it's every race coming around uh coming along saying where are you to save me where are you to bring awareness for me where are you to it, people just sticking their hands out like like i haven't had everything already taken from me my culture or our Good, uh, the things that everyone loves to, to play on, our music, our style, our, just everything. Everything that we have created from the ground up. Someone's always sticking their hand up uh, for the good things, for the support, for the aid. And then we finally start to get some aid. And it's met with, okay, I need that paid back. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying everyone. There are people. There are, there are voices that are, are of reason, of truth. That's why I'm saying this. Because those voices are always overshadowed by bigotry, hatred, and ignorance. And it's hard because it's, it, it, I try not to dis get discouraged. I try my best. And that is why I'm here. And that's why I speak. Because I know those voices are out there. I know how it feels when, when your voice is overshadowed by bigotry. That is why I even do this. Because I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is. And you just try. And you, you can't get the views. You can't get the, you can't get the people to listen to you. All you ever do is just talk and talk and it might be right. And then someone says it louder and the right person says it. And honestly, it's sad, but it's, it's beautiful. Because at least you finally, someone finally heard the message. At least you know that, hey, uh, I, I know no one listened to me, but I was right. Maybe even if someone steals your idea and uses it, they they took your idea and they, they did good even if it was done in a bad way because at the very least it changed in a positive way you just moved a little bit we'll work on it we'll get somewhere I'll say my issue is I guess my biggest beef and what really set me off is you know, I was listening to to J. Cole, you know, right before he dropped yesterday. But um, it, it was just like this TikTok. It was just TikTok. And it said DJ Khaled. And they were just talking about how 
he said the N-word. You know, it was a joke. You know how he, how he said the N-word all goofy. But he has made a career off black people, black musicians, working with, with black artists. He has made his career off exploiting black artists. And when it came time to talk about Black Lives Matter, he didn't say it openly until it was uh, publicly, you know, acceptable. He didn't speak on Palestine and what's going on and, you know, any of that until it was publicly acceptable. He he is... I, I've always had a bad feeling about him just because I... First of all, I don't really know what he does exactly, but he exploits a lot of things. He exploited his own son, which, you know, at first it was cute, but he kept going with it and it started to turn, you know, it showed an ugly face. I know that he doesn't speak for the whole community, but it's like with, with, you know, people of color, we have so little representation and it's so hard, honestly. Because it, it's like as soon as you find out someone's disethnicity and they're a very, you know, small group of celebrities that are this ethnicity, it's, it, it's hard. Like, there's no representation. Middle Eastern people probably, you know, they got the worst of it with it when it comes to rep- representation. Even worse than black people. I was, I'll say that because black people, you know, we, you know, we get represented. We, we don't get the proper representation, but we probably get more represented than, than Middle Eastern people because uh, Middle Eastern people, they, they either have like three types of people in the representation. One, one person who's just whitewashed as hell. The other one is like someone who speaks in like a, a very thick accent and just does some, like, like they could be Indian, they could be whatever. Or, or, or like they could be the strong, empowered, but uh, easily swayed by you know someone showing basic humanity, like female character. Like who? Why would they take off their her hijab? You know, like why? Why do this? Like weird. It, it's just like for their savior complex. That's the character. It's designed to fuel someone's savior complex. You think that they're helping? Like. We we don't like you like that. It's a tall, blonde hair, blue eyed, white white boy just comes around. It's like, hey, you know, you don't have to listen to your overbearing parents. I can save you. I can show you the world. Oh, you're right. Takes off your job. It's like the the religious and cultural background to that. Years spent make, making your own decision that you you can do that. And wanting to, to do that uh, immediately. Just disrespected. Okay. So I, I know what it's like to, to have very few celebrities. Heck, the Middle Eastern community has it so bad that, like, when, when you think about, hey, how many Middle Eastern celebrities do you know? Mia Khalifa comes up on that list, probably. Like, if, if it was a top ten, heck, if it was a top five. Heck, I'm even with top three just and she's not even like middle east she's lebanese 
We, we would just be like, yeah. Well, she she's Middle Eastern, but she's like like. We we would immediately just like ah oh, she's Pakistan Arabian Iraq like we we were just like that that's exactly where she's from. What the heck is wrong with us? It's it's not it's like it sucks that that like I made I, I make that comment just because it's like you, you got to be aware of that a porn star. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her being a porn star. I'm not saying there's wrong that people know her. I'm I'm saying that the fact that that is one of the top thing porn porn stars like you, you got DJ Khaled, Mia Khalifa, heck, who else? I, I I'll probably say Aladdin. That's just how ignorant I feel. Like I don't really know uh, Aziz Ansari. Hopefully, hopefully that's, I don't actually even know where he's, he's, you know, originated from. That's how little I know. And I, I say my ignorance out loud, uh, not, not to be proudful of it, uh, just to expose this common knowledge, just, just how I feel that most people walk around. It, it's, you know, it's disgusting. I'm not happy about that. I will do my best to change that, uh, become aware of that as an issue, and I, I'm openly admitting that I, I have that as an issue, and hopefully you can understand that I'm trying to to improve that. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting here and, and just baffled. I'm just like, how much hate that, that we all get, how we're all in kind of a similar basket. We're we're in this like similar basket, and we're we're fighting each other. I'm not saying it's wrong to have different cultures. I'm not saying it's wrong to to not, you don't. I don't have to essentially, you know, go over to the Middle East, go over to Palestine, go over to Israel to do something. I'm tired of this like white savior complex way of of, of being heroic. I don't have to go over to this country. To, to say what is wrong, what it, to to aid. I don't have to go over there and physically stop the the missiles myself. I gotta cut that out from from our end. I gotta then, you know, I aid in in rebuilding. Like if if the goal is to help rebuild, how about we stop destroying? How about we stop? Letting our government or, or or show a big backing of just pulling out or stopping or not, you know, getting income from that. What is the point? I know that we've been open about this. We've been open against this since 2005. I remember hearing about this from John Stewart of The Daily Show. John Stewart hasn't been on The Daily Show in, in a minute. So why the hell are we still doing this? And we've been open. We've been open. So it's like, it, it says, hey, you know, understand that we, we hear you. We are saying something. We are doing, it's just, we, we are, it's hard because we are literally, by our government, not really allowed to say 
those those things. Not really openly allowed to be like, you know what, Israel's wrong, and we need to stop our government from doing that. Because being openly against the government has proven to be fatal. For like, I'm just understand, just understand, black people are trying to get rights, the basic human rights, today, to to this day, and getting killed by our government. We are asking police to spend more time learning how to be an actual police to know the difference between a gun and a taser and to have them with accountability. We we are trying to get accountability for the police. Something that that is not it's controversial, but it shouldn't be. So understand, we getting fucked up by our own government. How the hell we going to tell our government to stop fucking with you? Understand that is what the issue is. Black Lives Matter. Black people. We want to aid the Middle East. We do. But we are getting fucked up. Really fucked up. Over here. We, we, we are trying to give some aid. And we we like who is getting fucked up less because if I if black people can help Palestinians, uh, Israelites or whatever, just help that conflict settle, y'all can come over here and help us. We we are tired. There is no superpower. Like like it is so bad here in America that when when white people get exposed for racism, like two white people are beefing. Like, they start exposing each other's racist remarks. As if, like, like who is worse? It's like, oh, you know, you're you're a racist. No, you, you're also a racist. Uh, at least I didn't call uh, my supposed black best friend a dirty monkey. Well, at least I didn't text the black boy that I was sleeping with that he was a nigger and he should... Never call his phone again. Uh, at least I didn't paint my face in blackface. Like this, a tit for tat for racism. That and that, that's their beef. That's how they, like, like that's how they fight. So they both know racism wrong, but they think that whoever did the most racist shit and openly and it, who outs the most racist shit, you know, is the winner. Just sit back and listen to that. The fact that I just said that baffles the mind. The hell? This this is commonplace? I, I just don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm sitting here in a, in a car parking lot. It's a beautiful day. I'm looking at, the, uh, at my local church, at a local church. And it, it's it's eerie. Um, I'm gonna say this. This is gonna be my last topic. Um, I don't like. I don't like uh, American Christianity. I don't like how for a long time. You know, I, I don't like the fact that they they can't get taxed. Like, why can't they get taxed? If we if we taxed. The American church, if we've taxed Christian churches, churches, 
you know, how many things would, uh, would be solved. A lot of the hunger issues, a lot of the, um, poverty issues. All the churches take the money and then they use that resources to help, uh, you know, help people get jobs or, you know, help them get clothed. How, how about we just give the money directly to those people and they can get up on their feet and then we can decide if this person's clearly not doing anything and physically able to cut off that funding. How about we, we produce more funding and, and learning better systems? How about we encourage our people? How about we give more money? How about we stop millionaires and billionaires from getting tax cuts every week? I know I said this was on topic. You know what? I'm, I'm going. I'm going even further. How about we like, like we continue not going back to work? Like, like we stand this because I'm tired of, of like finding mediocre mediocre jobs after mediocre jobs after mediocre jobs that pay around the same with just slight increases, twelve cents, fifteen cents, twenty five cents. Oh, this place is a little better. This place is a little better. This place, I, I keep saying, just gotta wait until this week. Just gotta wait until this week. No, screw that. Healthcare should be for everyone, even the scum of the earth. Access to clean water should be for everyone, because we we are treated like criminals before we even do anything. Really, we we are given such low quality items that. By the time we, you know, like we do a crime, we we are just like I, I don't want to lose my already limited supply of items, cause they they strip everything away from you once you do a crime. Everything it only takes one time. Only it's like even if you did something very minor, it takes one time stripped everything away from you. You have nothing. You're fucked. Just shit. And then you're just like, okay, I, I, I got nothing, but I, I've done my time. I've got rehabilitated. Let me get, let me get back to the forest. Let me get exactly where I left off. Nope. Forever screwed. Cause there's already a limited game and don't even get me started when you're already fucked from the system in the beginning. Hey, you didn't give me this. Oh, that's too bad. Are you going to give this to me later on? Nope. The system's fucked. So I'm not going to work. I like black mediocrity. I like when people of color do a mediocre job, a mediocre job, honestly. Because we, we don't even get reparations. We don't get shit. Black mediocrity is a blessing. Because I, I hate working hard for shit. Because it's just, you, you know what I'm doing when I'm working hard and you pay me shit? I, I'm supporting white mediocrity. I'm supporting your mediocrity. I'm just saying it's okay for you to be lazy. I'm justifying them to not work their ass off. I want to see them jump through hoops because I've been jumping through hoops. I'm not making much. I'm not, it's like we, we make jokes like, oh, the boss gets a dollar when I make a dime. So that's why I shit on the boss's time. Fuck that. I'm just tired of making those jokes. I'm tired of laughing. 
I'm tired of, of crying and like laughing, but my soul is sad. Fuck that. You know, if there's a problem and then we addressed it and we brought solutions and you still adamantly refuse to listen, then you know what? You the problem. And it's not wrong for me to say you the problem. It's not wrong for me to uh, to then do my actions. Everything I've done is justified. Now back to the church. I'm tired of, of, of you know black people with, with the church. No, nah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not anti-church. I'm not anti-religion. I'm not anti-anything of, of that sort. I'm saying that a like black people. Most of American Christians, most of African American Christians, like people that were born, raised, had their ancestry linked to America, was taught through slavery. I'm not saying the Bible uh, is is wrong or is not, uh, you know, like black people weren't there. I'm saying it's possible, it's true. I'm saying it's been tainted so long that it's been used to hurt and manipulate us. So it is reasonable to say, hey, you know what, black people, let's step back from religion. Let's just do what we naturally feel, the soul. You know, we, we've had a pretty good intuition about things. We have been going pretty, pretty decently with, with morals and humane practices. So how about we find that again? And in time, God will lead us back to whatever standing we were. Because right now, we can't trust that manipulated book. Because if, if, you, if you think about it, the Bible it was not written in English. It was not, that is not its original language. And all these so-called Christians could not read the, what the original Bible was. Anything that's written, any book can be changed and altered slightly, even slightly. And slight changes over time can have big impacts. If, a, if you say in the Bible, you know, a, a phrase that no one really knows, you would ultimately you would change it to a phrase that you kind of get. You would just be like unequally yoked. And it would say, what does unequally yoked mean? And on the side, it would say, it, basically, it means someone who is not of the same standing or uh, not of the, the same religion or not of the same uh, skin color. It's, it's up to whoever wrote it, the publisher, to say this. So if the publisher is racist or slightly biased or has some sort of, like, not quite understands it themselves, then you're, you're susceptible to misinformation, something that misleads. And that slight misinformation can go a long way. It's a ripple effect. It's just this, like, like waking up, you know, five minutes uh, after your alarm. Or waking up five minutes before your alarm. Let's say that. Just do a positive. You know, I'll, I'll give you a positive ripple effect. Waking, waking up five minutes before your alarm. You get up you, before your alarm. You turn it off. You, you brush your teeth. You wash your face. You get there. Uh, you get in your car. You drive. Oh, there, there's a slight, you know, delay of three minutes. Not bad. Uh, but your schedule is usually so tight that you, you, you know when's a good time to get to work. But... 
you know, like, oh, oh, slight delay, but I got five more minutes extra than I typically have. Get to work two minutes early. Nothing really happens. It's it's not a big deal. It's not anything uh, about that. Nothing is said. You're just at work. Made it safe and sound. But if you woke up at your regular schedule, bam, that delay, but your tight-knit schedule made you late. Now that's, that's a write-up. You know, now let's, let's say that you... Another day, another instance like that. Another write-up. Now you got two strikes. It's just a downhill pattern. You know, you could have just had one strike at, at all. You know, just had one strike. Or you could have used that ripple effect say, hey, you know what, maybe I should, you know, wake up a little earlier. You know, I almost, almost was late. You know, that that I don't want to be late. So it could have a good ripple effect. It could have a mediocre ripple effect. Or it could have a high ripple effect. The, that's that's what I mean. The Bible, it's... it's Issue is that it's not written in the original language unless you speak the original language and was there for the original book or even there for the original events. Anything said to you is up to interpretation and risking uh, misinterpretation, risking missing, uh, missing what it was supposed to say or mean in the first place. It has that. It runs that that risk of telling someone someone slightly wrong. Yeah, something's slightly wrong. And if that person truly believes in it with with full, uh, you know, just, just full all the way, 100% believes it. And then they go out and people do not act on uh, on the Bible like that. That's extremist goes, you're practicing it wrong. And forcing people to practice it like they practice it. Forcing their children to practice it like they practice it. And those children have children that practice it like they practice it. And it could be wrong and it could be devastating. Because now you have three generations of extremists that are, t- that are, are true believers, 100% faithful, going to do an extremist act only based on their, uh, because they, they were told some misinformation. Either that or blatant lies. Telling in the Bible, there are things that, are, that don't necessarily say, uh, you know, black people just said dark skin. It, I, I always interpret it like dark is in your soul. You know, not a, a just dark skin, a black skin, or I, I don't remember the specific passage, but I just remember reading it. I thought, couldn't that be, you know, interpretation or, or meant to just talk about their spirit being black and tainted and evil? No, nope, no, nope. uh, they they believed it literally. Dark skin, black skin means all black people are evil or all black people deserve to be enslaved. My mother and I had this fight about unequally yoked. I I said unequally yoked would be someone. Not of the same stature. It doesn't matter about the religion of the same stature. As like a man who is in his 30s going after a woman who just turned 18. It's unequally yoked. They're not of the same maturity level. They don't have similar or they don't have the common experience. This person 
already yet to experience what it was like to be 18 years old in his time. You know, they're they're not like ex- they're super, super, super extreme, but that is an extreme difference because society has changed. What you what you were dealing with with struggles might no might not uh, be the deal today. It might no I'm saying that wrong. May no longer be the same thing. As you know, thirty year thirty year olds today, they didn't have smartphones. They didn't have you know uh, Twitter. They didn't have like uh, access to that. Their their cheating methods were different. Uh, their even their teachings were different. We came from a different generation. Like I'll say, even three years. I know that my sister who was in high school maybe two years ago, had a different experience with, with learning, even though we're not that far apart. Or, I, I'll tell you, things that we got away with, things that we did, were things that she could not even fathom. And I, I couldn't even believe what now is. Now is completely different. What they're teaching, who's, who's it is getting taught by, what teachers are allowed to say, what they are not allowed to say. Uh, you know, just... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying the fact of the difference. So with all that, with all that just kind of being summed up in this one saga, A, the church needs to get taxed. The church needs to get taxed. The church should should want to get taxed so it can give more money to schooling, funding uh, for for medical care, funding for universal, you know, like... they should be the ones trying to build water filtration devices. They should be the ones trying to build schools and hospitals, especially in low-income neighborhoods. They should be the ones that want to give that money. The person who is supposed to be, you know, aiding the most people wants the least. I say the person leading that should want to struggle the most. Take all the struggle that they can on themselves so others don't have to struggle. Limit the number of people struggling. You know, like a, a pastor that gets a, a Ferrari is not a pastor to me at any any point in time. They say, oh, he worked hard. Oh, he worked diligently. Oh, he, he preaches to so many people. You should want a car. I'm not saying... A decent car, a nice car, a car that gets you. Hey, I say every pastor deserves a new Yaris, deserves a, a gas-efficient car, an easy, maintainable car to get them to the church, to get them to pick people up, so to get them to do whatever. What is wrong with a Yaris? What is wrong with a Yaris? Oh, it doesn't look nice. It's not. What the heck are you gonna do in a Ferrari? Who are you going to help? Why do you even need a Ferrari? To boost your ego. Because you feel... Because you are human. Because you are not as, as good as you want to make yourself out to believe. It's not like you, you worked a second job and got a Ferrari. You should... You should lead by example. If you're, the common people that you preach to cannot afford and get a Ferrari... You know what you could have done? Got a new Yars. Got a new Camry. Got a, I, I even say a Camry. Camrys are nice. 
It's game that rest of the money that you like to use to feed somebody who's never got a car, who never got the opportunity to learn to drive, get their life together, who is begging for help. Any access that you have, any excess money should be going to someone else. When you are a pastor, a preacher, someone like that, I'm not saying you can't have vacations. I'm not saying you can't go somewhere. I can't say you can't get massages. I'm saying there is a point of, of okay, this is this is something you deserve, you earn, to something, hey, now you, you're taking it. You're taking it to a level that it's not. You're abusing the system. And just because you are not publicly punished for that. I want to see their expenses. I say every pastor, every doctor, every lawyer like that should have their expenses shown. What are you doing? Every officer, every cop, you are a public servant. Public servants should be working at the at a decent, at the basic amount, always. Any politician. I say make any politician live in a basic apartment for their family. And I guarantee you no one will touch them. I guarantee you. I would volunteer to protect them myself. I would get a whole group to volunteer if they lived in, in, a, in a community home and in residential areas and in, in, in the streets where, you know, where we live. They can have the fence. They can have, you know, cameras. That, that's that's some luxuries. I'll make it, you know, a basic with, with decent, you know, decent human. The middle class. So they know how it feels to just, hey, you got two bathrooms. You got three bathrooms at most. That, that's, that's higher end, but I say two bathrooms. Got to share the house with four people two bathrooms and you got three bedrooms your, your kids can't don't go to private school they, they got to go to public school they got to learn the same way I, i'll say you, you got to learn like everybody else you got to do like everybody else because i'll guarantee you they'll change anything immediately anything that they see is wrong it's like uh why why isn't this landlord Fixing the, the the gas, fixing the water. I guarantee you they'll have a law made passed next week. Oh, they they work for it. They 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 work for it. How much work do you actually do to justify you owning a mansion, you owning acres, acres of land? If you have a house that you have rooms that you very rarely go into. And I mean not not like addicts, not like like extra store I mean rooms. Rooms that people can sleep in. If you got rooms that people could sleep in that you very rarely go into, very rarely put stuff, you don't need to be a public servant because you already are greedy. That's excess. That's excess that you don't need. Hey, this excess that is, is not deserved. What do you so so people who, who worked hard their whole life that suffer? And you, you're talking about that live within a means. 
a means, not your means, a means, and the basic human rights, the basic human needs. Have access to water, have access to entertainment, have access to exercise equipment, have access to that. But but remember, people don't have access to that. So make make it so people have access to that. If you got a mansion and people, your constituents don't have access to that, you are a horrible politician. Lead by example. Now, if you had, if you're doing that, living within a basic means, living on the ground streets, and people still don't have access to that, I still say you're a good leader. Because you are at least trying to make them have access to that. You're, you're giving every extra bit, and it's just not meeting enough. It says someone else has to give. It means it's, if everyone gave that, that basic minimum that lived in within that means and we still don't have that, I don't believe it. We, I, I, It's probably going to be three people. It's probably going to be three people in that world. And those three people are just people that don't want to do nothing. The only people that would suffer and that would be suffering in that world are people who intentionally want to suffer. Who them they themselves do not want to chip in. That is the only reason. That is the only reason. And even if it wasn't that, still try it. Give it a shot. Cause I know you guys haven't even gave it a shot. You want to shoot things down before they even got a chance to for air or breathing. I guarantee you that you most people, if your job isn't to try to make as many people, uh, you know, satisfied in their life, make sure that they, they are, uh, taken care of, taken care of in their life. I'm not saying out here living in luxury. I'm saying living sufficiently, living within a, a nice, decent means as many people as you can, educating as many people as you can, giving as many people as, as you can basic freedoms and rights. If you are not doing that, you need to step down in your job. If you are not attempting to try to do that, if you are not giving your all, because I need to see that. You want secret service and all this. That's because you know people hate you. You know you ain't doing it right you notice how, uh, you know, AOC, she comes down, she she, she, she sees her constituent. You, you know, people, yeah, there's nuts, there's people that are trying to kill her. Yeah, it's true. But for the most part, the people will protect her. You notice how Republicans, they got gated communities. They're, they're trying to, to uh, shelter themselves off because you know that they hate you. And you hate them. They make themselves enemies. They don't. They don't go to public events. They don't go to public street level events without bodyguards, without multitude of people around them. They're making sure that they they have paid protection. Bernie Sanders can walk to a subway, and no one will lay a finger on him. And if anyone did, people will pull out their heaters so quick. J. Cole rides a bike in the street. Suge Knight couldn't have done that. 
I know many Republicans that, that would not ride a bike do the streets alone. I know many uh, many politicians. Yeah, yeah, even some Democratic. That would not walk to Subway, get a sandwich, walk back to their house alone. That, that is just a level of knowing who hates you and who loves you. Because common people don't want to just randomly kill you just because you're rich. Random people don't just want to rob you just because you're rich. It's because they're suffering. Because I never had the idea of going robbing people. You know why? Because I could sufficiently live within my means. Because I, I had the, the decency. I mean, not the decency. I had the luxury of being able to sustain my basic needs. I guarantee you, if you give people the basic human needs, the basic level to live, they would not attack you because they don't have a need to do it. There's always going to be that greedy type, but there will always be someone to, to try to stop them because they like the peace better than the struggle. People have struggled and that they've turned to violence. They've turned to crime because there was no other way. And if you are not trying to make it uh, to where pe most people, the majority of people, have a peaceful way, a peaceful, uh, has has significant and sufficient housing, place to rest their head safely, a nice clean bed, decent jobs, access to clean water, access to good and truly encouraging education. You know, they don't need to be in office. They don't need to be there. With that being said, I'm going to head out.